Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. Corey Mendoza here, and I have a very special guest, uh, Letitia Lippert. Did I say Lippert? Lippert, yes. Yeah, okay. So Letitia Lippert, um, Letitia is my coach. I was looking for a, a coach a while back, about a year and a half ago, I think, and I had posted on, I'm part of a CTI, the Coaching Training Institute Facebook group. There's a couple thousand people on, on that group, right? I think almost 8,000. 8, yeah. And, um, but I had posted that I was looking for a female coach in, on the Pacific coast, faith-based, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and you had reached out probably back in, I think, May, April or May. And and it was an old post that you followed up on. And, and you had said, hey, if you're still looking, um, I fit that description. And I was like, I am always impressed when just people reach out, you know, from mm -hmm. I, my background is in real estate and, and I loved, um, you know, expired listing prospecting, um, where you're going after homes that didn't sell. And anyways, I respected your communication and what a great decision. We've been working together since May and it has been absolutely fabulous. Lots of changes for me. So thank you. Yeah. It's a big pleasure and an honor to walk with you. this. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show. And for yeah. those of you listening, our topic today is anchor thoughts. So Letitia, uh, oh, let me, let me formally introduce you. I'm going to read your bio real quick. Um, Letitia Leppert is a coach and creator. She started for, she started for, oh, she started her personal growth and healing journey 18 years ago and has turned into an aware, oh, which has turned into an awareness and passion of how life can be when we are open to possibility bravely choose and are willing to do the inner work and you definitely mm -hmm. help me do my inner work let me mm -hmm. tell you she's passionate about helping women get out of their own way navigate the messy middle places with confidence and creating a supportive to thrive journey so they they um, have a fulfilling and authentic life experience can you say a little bit about um, navigating the messy middle places with confidence? Yeah, life life comes at us so much. Like, I mean, especially the last few years with COVID and all of the that, 
Um, but life in general, there's so many pieces that just impact us in different ways. And we can have a goal or a dream or something like that. I mean, even just the act of going after something creates lots of inner things. Yes. And when, when you're dreaming, that's exciting. It feels new and fresh, but when you're in it, like say you're on the journey and things aren't as shiny and it, it can really bring up, like you run into your inner critic, you start self-sabotaging, mm-hmm. or maybe, maybe there's external things that just wave after wave, just, you're just kind of meandering around feeling lost. I call that the messy middle place. It's like, I you're like, that. what is going on? Yeah, no, I, I love that because the messy middle place to me, and this is, I'm probably going to steal that phrase and use it all the time now. <laughs> I used to, I usually reference it as the belly of the beast, which I got mm, kind of from Stephen Hill's yeah. The War of Art. But yeah. yeah, that messy middle place is where it seems to me that you're going for it and you don't realize all the obstacles. Like yeah. what's yeah. going to come up? And, and sometimes yeah. it's like, after we um, quit the job or after we start the business or after we take that initial risk that, that it gets messy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the piece that sidetracks people, Mm -hmm. but if you know it and you expect it and you know, if you expect it, like if you knew like a tsunami was coming, it would be terrible. You could prepare. Exactly. Even just the mindset, having anchor thoughts to know mm-hmm. how to navigate that place. Yeah. yeah. Well, t- well, tell us what did you get out of this week's topic, anchor thoughts? Yeah, I felt like it really resonated with me. Um, I'm. I don't think it would be a mild understatement to say that I'm a bit obsessed with anchor thoughts because, um, you know, like with the reading, it was clear. Thoughts lead to choice. Like when you're intentional and you have anchor thoughts, they can either keep you anchored in a place you don't want to be as you know, that was in the reading, or you can choose something different. And with the reading, the focus was on what are you bringing in? What input are you allowing into your life? And just the, um, the awareness and the connection point to let that bring awareness to this, like if you're a, if you're taking in a bunch of, I don't know, if you're watching horror flicks and like the news and just like all the, if basically, if you keep wave after wave after wave, and that's how you're inputting your mind, Mm -hmm. those, that's keeping you anchored in that messy middle. The point Mm -hmm. is to navigate, yeah, which is movement. Mm -hmm. So that's really what stood out to me was just an awareness of the input. And what, what is your input? Yeah. Um, let's let's step back just a little bit. How would you define for those listening anchor thoughts? Like what what is an anchor thought? To me, an anchor thought is an intentional phrase or sentence or even a, just a word to put you in a place that you want to be. It's there's intentionality. Um for me, sometimes it's something that I want to learn, something that I want to embody. Um, one of the ways that I bring anchor thoughts is on post-it notes. And this is an example. No, I see your post-it note. Okay. Yeah. What is, yeah. What does that one say? Give yourself permission to simply be. And 
I'm a high achiever. I'm a doer. I'm a go, go, go. So like for me to anchor me into a place of grounded stillness, that is an intentional thought that I can surround myself with to remind me. So it's like an anchor thought is a, an intentional reminder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And um, one that's coming to me right now, and it's, it's been an anchor thought for me all year long is embrace limits. Mm-hmm. And I just sent a draft to my marketing gal. Um, I'm going to read it to you and then I'm going to come back to, um, embrace limits. Um, so I said, for my recovering optimists, our, our toxic positivityists, if you will, mm-hmm. life is hard. If you don't face that, you will live in denial, a suffering much worse than suffering alone. Soak mm-hmm. that in. Life is hard, but don't stay there. Get on with it. Yes, and I will crush it. I will create from it. I will use it. Embrace it. Life is hard. It makes it easy. We can see things as being hard and still be filled with hope and enthusiasm. And I I think that I would put myself in the recovering optimist category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and em- embracing limits is is has been something hard for me to do. Um there are no limits. Anything is possible. Yeah. You know, I've I've kind of had that toxic positivity mm-hmm. look outlook. Mm-hmm. So to for me, embrace limits. It's it's a grounding anchor thought that helps me like, okay, Corey, let's face reality. You can get yeah. back to positivity in a moment, but first yeah. let's kind of chew this, chew on this. So what do you mm-hmm. think about um, anchor thoughts that might sound a little negative like that? I think that that's empowering. I think that that is you bringing if, if it was like on a keyboard, on a piano, I think that's you playing the full range of the keyboard rather than just staying up high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a way to use anchor thoughts to expand your what you can be with mm-hmm. and what you can accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What um what other what other things came up for you on this topic or what did you get out of it? Yeah, I think on the topic of anchor thoughts, it's. To me, thoughts, emotions, actions, those are all interconnected. And I think that our our thoughts can, like, they give us the emotions. They give us the actions. Like, so there's, I don't want to call it, like, a, it's not a complete formula, mm-hmm. but if you look at it, like, these three pieces are connected. And if you start experimenting with one piece or the other and just get really curious around, you know, what am, like, if you have a lot of anxiety and like worry was mentioned in the reading, you know, if you're really in that place of worry, if you get curious around what are your thoughts that might inform how you're feeling. And so if you want to feel differently, shift your thoughts, you know, and an anchor thought is a great way to help you shift your thoughts. Mm -hmm. This really um, ties in with last week's episode. Mm -hmm. Um, our guest, um, he was talking about basically being honest with, well, what am I thinking first? Yeah. And and that's kind of what we talked about in this week's reading is getting curious 
about what am I feeling or what am I thinking and then what do I want and how to take it from there and last week um, Craig was mentioning about don't just try to do like an affirmation that wipes out the negative thinking so can you talk a little bit about that because in your coaching practice you're constantly working with clients and even the difficult ones like myself <laughs> where, you know, we have very strong thinking patterns. So how do you work with a client who might have some negative anchor thoughts to help them work through that and move forward? Yeah, that is, that's a great question. And it's something that I've actually navigated in my own life first before I bring it to my coaching practice. Um Our brains will not accept like pie in the sky. My brain is especially resistant to the positive. So I can accept negative easier. Like that's just my default. So Mm -hmm. for me to actually step into dreams, goals, possibilities, like from a positive perspective, there is a um, exercise that I found in my own personal growth journey called a thought ladder by um, Tanya Lee. And so, and this is actually an exercise that I um, recommend to my clients when we, when, if that's the work we're doing, if they're wanting to shift their mindset or a belief or something. So instead of, you know, as you said, an affirmation or a mantra or something that feels like, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds, I don't know, or even 50, let's make it bigger because 10 pounds may not be that hard to accept. Let's say I want to lose 50 pounds. So, but you have, you have no foundation. And so you see other people doing it, but that doesn't necessarily equate to your own habits in your own life. And that's, that's another messy middle place. And so to develop the thought, I, I can lose 50 pounds with ease. Like that, that would be a mantra or something I would see somebody create like as an affirmation mm-hmm. and your brain is looking around going, it's not easy. It's, it's not because it's so hard. And actually, I, as a side note, I personally find that almost feels like bypassing the challenge of the place you're at. There's something about honoring what's real and what's going on that empowers you. And it almost like a springboard towards what you want, towards that anchor thought, that goal. Mm. So if you, and, and the thought ladder just really quick is you have, so like what you would do is the anchor thought would be at the top of the ladder Mm -hmm. and at the bottom rung, you would have where you are Mm -hmm. and you would just slowly work and create like thoughts that your brain accepts over time. Mm -hmm. So if it was, I lose 50 pounds with ease and you're here, it would be, I'm stuck. (laughs) Yeah. I'm stuck and have 50 pounds to lose. That would be more of where you're at. I drew this. Yeah like a little ladder. And for those of you on the audio podcast, I'm sorry, you can't see this. It's on YouTube. Um, But yeah, so basically at the top of the ladder is to lose 50 pounds. And the, the, the thought would be, I lose 50 pounds with ease. So this bottom rung would be, I'm stuck. And then maybe one rung up is one day I might not be stuck. Yeah. And then maybe one rung up is one day I believe I won't be stuck. Yes. And one up is one day I will be free. Yeah. Then I'm losing five pounds. And, and yeah. And you and exactly. You, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, th- this is so good. This is so good. 
Yeah. Our, and the other thing in, in the reading, it was, you know, I specifically, when I wrote that, I was thinking of an anchor with a ship. Yeah. You know, the waves are so, they can be so strong and that ship could just be tossed to and fro. But if that anchor is strong, no matter how much there's a storm and the waves go, that ship is going to stay where it's supposed to stay. Yeah. That's a beautiful metaphor because what that says is if, if the waves and the tossing about is life with your anchor thoughts, you can be grounded in what is most important to you and where you really want to go, regardless of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times we don't think about working on our thoughts. We don't think about our thoughts being anchors. But our thoughts truly are anchors. And and you and I have worked a lot with me being stuck and getting unstuck in different areas. And just what what's today's, yeah. So just yesterday we had a coaching session and we did a lot of work around me being stuck and unstuck in different areas. And and it I really when I prepared for today's Monday motivation. I actually did the writing. I'm not going to show the readers because you don't need to know my crazy talk in here. But um, <laughs> um, I did in the journal. I did. Um, I did some journaling, and I realized yeah. I had kind of taken my hand off the wheel in my anchor thoughts around a certain area. And what do I, our thoughts do if we are not intentional? They tend to drift with the storm and they tend to become negative and fear-based. And so the one area that I was journaling on and working on, I'm like, wow, like, and how powerful our thoughts are always in our control. Our circumstances might not be, but the way we think about our circumstance is. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it may not seem like they can be in our control because they're racing so fast. But if you take time to slow them down and get curious to actually hear, Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned that earlier. That's, Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes a control becomes possible. Mm -hmm. So um, for those listening, when, you know, okay, how practically in the fast paced world that we live in many people you know are working 40 plus hour work weeks you add a commute you add a lunchtime um high level leadership roles you know the demands that you're getting pulled so how does a person how do you recommend or what are some ideas for your let's just talk about you how do you carve in time in your life to work on your thoughts, emotions, actions, your anchor thoughts. Yeah. You do it perfect. I'm not trying to put you on that. It's a good question because, you know, I, I have lived and breathed this stuff, you know, by necessity on my own personal journey. And it's been lately that I've been noticing some pieces that just aren't quite flowing and, and some bumps in my road and things impact me more than I would expect. So to me, that's a sign that there is some work to be done. So I would say if there is, you know, that, that, that could be one application, where do you even begin? You know, that, so if, 
like, you know, say something happens and normally I would just be able to flow with it. Like some, somebody does something is rude or something. And normally I would just be like, wow, they must be having a really rough day. But if I, instead I notice like, I don't know, deep offense or, you know, some really big, strong emotional reaction that the event doesn't, wouldn't normally bring, that's usually an indication that there's something inside me that needs some attention. There's, there's something that needs recalibrated, realigned, or more grounded. And so I let that be kind of the guidance system for where to do the work instead of I'm doing work broad brushstroke. Because honestly, this can be really overwhelming, especially if you're not comfortable with thought work or emotions or any of this. Mm. And so br- like breaking it down and finding what works in the moment, mm. I think that for me, and don't, I don't let it have to be one thing. Like years ago when I first started, it was like, okay, this is my routine and I have to do this. My morning time or my nighttime yes. reflection. Yes. Or I write yeah. out my gratitudes before I leave the house, no matter <laughs> yes. what, so that I'm yeah. And then you're so cranky because you did it. And it's like, what? So allowing, allowing flexibility has really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I keep it simple. I don't try to let, make it be one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a ton of tools. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty nerdy in this area. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm an expert on my emotions, you know, and, and the results of that is I've read a lot of stuff, done a lot of courses, a lot of work, you know, I have done the work. And I think that that's one of the things that helps me have compassion for others in asking them to do it because I know how hard it is Mm -hmm. and, but it's so worth it. And I think just knowing that it's worth it, there's something about that is seeing it almost like a gift and a form of self-care rather than, oh my gosh, I got to deal with my emotions or something. Because if you don't, what? What happens? Mm-hmm. Unanchored. So I want to highlight what I hear you saying to anchor it down, if you will. Yes. Um, yeah. your, your, what I hear you saying is a strategy is simply awareness and noticing when we're cranky or how we're reacting. Um, so, so your spending time is more around in the moment Yes. In, in one general. way. In general. Yes. One way. Um, the initial. Hear, yeah. And I hear you saying that, yes, there are tactical and strategic things you can do, but don't get too rigid in those methods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to journal just because journaling is a big thing. Yeah. I know plenty of verbal processors that they would flounder in journaling. So it's like know yourself and what works for you. And let yourself do it there. Do the work there. Yeah. It's also similar, um, like with meditating. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to meditate. And so building a, a I'm going to build a meditation practice and then, yeah. and then getting, doing it right and, and getting caught up in the different, and it's, yeah, I've yeah. definitely, okay. So now I want to segue into something um, you and I were talking about yesterday about white space. Mm. and having you know um whites I googled that that term white space Mm -hmm. and I found a little clip I think it was Warren Buffett and and he was just talking about it's nothing time yeah 
it's not a to-do list time. It's not a, but it's nothing time to allow thoughts and creativity to come. And, and so I have been practicing a lot of, I didn't know it was called white space time, mm -hmm. but I have been doing a lot of in the, in between appointments, I'll go sit in my backyard and just listen to the birds, watch the trees yeah. blow, but just lots of, of the silence and the, and, and not constantly filling myself. Yeah. And then it's like in that nothing time, self-awareness will show me something that I've been thinking or yeah. yeah yeah that's that is part of the work that is a way to do the work it's not all about forcing it or oh I have to figure this out because something interesting that I've noticed in my own mind I don't know how it would be for others but it's usually when I'm doing something else that's when the breakthrough or the revelation comes oh yeah over here in the shower. Right? Yeah. Yes. Or yes, exactly. The, or the worst time is right before we go to bed. Yeah. We'll lay down and then. Mm. Um, so as we start to kind of wrap this up, um, what are some for anchor thoughts? What are, what are some best practices that you know, you want to remember from our time together and just, you know, spending attention on this. Yeah. I think keep it simple would be the first one. Keep your anchor thoughts simple. Mm. Um, keep them powerful. Mm. And don't be afraid to do the work. Mm. I think those are the three. Keep them and, simple. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, don't be afraid to do the work and do it with curiosity and compassion. That that would be an important caveat for me. Hmm. Keep them simple. Keep them powerful. And do the work with curiosity and compassion. Yes. And the little bow that I would put on it would be to embrace that we will probably never arrive to the end destination that we think we want or need. And it's really not about doing the work to achieve or conquer or heal or mature to that next level I think part of my anchor thought of embracing limits is also embracing that I will never arrive yeah so enjoy the arriving state I'm in right now like yeah yeah I have arrived here. Yeah. I still yeah. want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. That's one of my focuses is on the thriving journey. Mm -hmm. It's not about the destination. Yeah. I hope mm -hmm. we can get there, but life is lived in the journey. Mm -hmm. And that's a the beautiful middle places. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So for those of you that want to work with Letitia, explore coaching, um, you do business coaching, life coaching. Um, yeah. I, I definitely recommend Letitia for anyone that's really wanting a safe, gracious, and abundant space to look in the mirror and tackle big and little barriers mm -hmm. at a courageous pace that's realistic. Um, mm -hmm. You work very well with overachievers, drivers, perfectionists. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't, I can't recommend you highly enough. And, um, okay. and do you, do you have a, you have an Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I have a website. Yeah, LetitiaLeppert.com. Yeah, LetitiaLeppert.com. And we'll put the correct spelling in the description. Yeah. But I just want to thank you so much. Thank you. Great. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Anchor Thoughts with Corey Mendoza and Letitia Leppert. So we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.